Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you. Got a bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Excited to get to those. And you know, I love to sit down and, and have a little, have a little, well, what am I drinking this week? A Diet Coke. I, I kept it old school this week. I said, let me just get a fresh one, right? Because I didn't have one today because my parents, I was at my parents' house for Easter. I said, what kind of drinks do you have? And one thing about my mom is she's buying whatever's on sale. She's like, we have the um, fizzy, like it was like some obscure brand, you know, and crazy flavor. I was like, can I just have a normal people drink or no? Or do I have to drink this freak, this type of freak stuff? So anywho, um, <laughs> it was nice to uh, see my parents. I was there and uh, my dad is insisting that a good way for me to get around is on one of those, uh, is on a scooter, like a, a sit down scooter. And he's like, he was saying my nephew has one. He's like, you, you would love it. It's perfect for you. He pulls it out of the garage. It's like for, it's, I mean, my nephew's nine years old. It's tiny. I said, are you crazy? I would look insane riding this. He's like, just get on. And I promise it can carry your weight. He's almost the same size as you. I'm like, wow. I get on it. I look like an idiot. I feel like an idiot. I'm afraid of the damn thing. I mean, I would love to get like a Vespa or something, but I don't know. And uh, so he was insisting on that. And then he took a bunch of pictures of me. I said, dad, I look stupid. <laughs> like the wheels are tiny. What, what am I doing here? My knees are like up to my shoulders here. So that was cracking me up. Um, also, I noticed something that my dad does whenever, whenever you go to him with a problem. You want to know what he says? He goes, that's going to be a problem. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm asking you for advice. He's like, you're going to have a problem there. Okay, so what's the solution? I was telling him something like, oh, this is, you know, I told him one of my friends that's coming to visit me is allergic to cats and I don't know what to do. He goes, listen, <laughs> you got cats. I go, yeah, I know. That's the, uh, that's why I'm nervous about it. And well, that's going to be a problem because he's allergic. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of love that. Cause like, you're literally not contributing anything, but I know that you're listening, you know, and that's all, that's all I could really ask for. Uh, also, this is day 587 of my mom insisting that I had braces as a kid. I swear to God, I almost flipped the damn table. And, and, I, and I didn't because, you know, it's Easter and, and we're Christians in this house. I'm a Christian woman, okay, as you guys know. So I wasn't going to do that on the day that Jesus returns. But I was about to flip the fucking table. She's like, I know. My mom has this disease where she can't ever admit that she's wrong. She'll say something completely out of pocket. You're like, Ma, come on. That's not, that's literally, that never happened. She's like, well, yes, it did. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, give me the damn pork chops and get out of my face. Okay. Well, actually it was lamb chops we had and, a, and, a, and bean, green beans and potatoes, right? That's it. It's a good amount. It's a good amount of food. And I'm trying to eat more like meat because you guys know when I went to the freaking doctor and she completely violated me, she was like, you have an iron deficiency. I'm like, well, what the hell? But anywho, you guys, 
let's get to these emails. Yes, I've watched Love is Blind. It's a nightmare. I can't wait for the fucking show to be over. I can't stand these people. And every week, the people that I hated the most, somebody, somebody scores higher than that. Like it's a new person that I can't stand every single show. Um, but I'll, I'll do, I'm trying to think of like a good way to do a recap where I won't give anything away. Cause I can't really talk about it on the podcast. Cause a lot of you, number one, a lot of you don't watch it. And number two, I don't want to give anything away for my girlies who are a couple weeks behind, you know? So, okay, let's get into these emails. This one says so many red flags, but he's cute. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. She says, hi, Carly and the cute ass kids, Robert and Stanley. So I met this guy at a mutual friend's birthday party in Williamsburg back in February, and we hit it off right away. Like we were obsessed with each other and it quickly turned into one of the hottest nights of my life. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Uh, but there was definitely a few red flags off the bat. He talked about himself a lot. He didn't ask me any questions about myself and started love bombing me pretty hard right away. Oh my God. Wait, did you add a picture of this guy? Cause I feel like I might know him. No, no, I don't know him. I don't know. He sounds like someone I know. Okay. Hold on. He is cute though. All right. Sorry. Let me pick up where I left off. He was telling me I'm so amazing, beautiful, cool. Can't wait to see me again. So glad we met. Loves being around me, etc. which of course feels nice at first, but it was kind of overwhelming. And I was still a bit taken aback by the fact that he seemed very self-involved. You want to know what's something so funny I've noticed too? Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a date with a guy, right? And after the date, they're like, I feel so connected to you. And they start saying like, I feel so close to you. That was so easy. It was so this and so that. And I, and I sit there and I ponder and I crunch some numbers. Right. And I go, this guy didn't ask me one fucking question about myself, (laughs) but I know his traumas. I know his family. I know that he doesn't talk to his, I know what happened with his ex and I know what all of the little details of his life I'm aware of, but this guy doesn't know me from a hole in the wall still. But I was just sitting there listening to him. So he's like, wow, I really like, I really, really like you. I'm like, you literally have never met me. So, all right, let's continue. That is a major red flag. I'm glad that you, you caught on to that early on. She says, it is important to mention for the girlies that this man is tall, stylish, and handsome as hell. He's literally 6'4", covered in tattoos, insane body, and the sex is actually insane. So yeah, I kind of fell in love. Sue me. I don't care. Listen, if that's illegal, put me in jail, sister, okay? I've done it. I've been there before. Uh, She says, I know you need pics, so I attach a pretty hot shirtless one that I found on his IG. Yeah, girl, I got it. Let's let's revisit that, actually. I'm going to just loop back around. Um, Okay, so he's hot as hell. She wasn't lying. And he seems, he looks cool. He's like dressed cool. The, to me, the, the shirtless pick on the Instagram is a bit of a red flag just in and of itself. You know, I, if I see that on a man's page, I, I really want to turn around and run away because that says a lot. Right. But if this was on his Instagram, you know, it tells me a lot, but he he's, he's hot. I would probably post this too, if I was him. So, okay, let's get back. Oh my God, this girl read my mind. She says, and shirtless workout pics are also a red flag, but I'll let it slide this time. Okay, so you're aware. So you are going into this fully knowing what's going on. Okay, there's no excuses here for you. 
So my crush only got worse and the love bombing got even more intense. Our physical relationship really took off. I started to not even mind that he didn't care to know anything about me. And I just wanted to see him as much as possible because the physical attraction was so insane. I love you for just coming out and saying that. No, you're, you're an icon on this podcast. You said, I really stopped. I really don't care that he doesn't want to know much about me. I already know what I need to know. And I already saw what I needed to see. Okay. And that's enough for your girl. So, okay. Now it's been almost two months of hanging out, going to bars, meeting each other's friends, lots of hooking up sleepovers and all that, but still he has not made an effort to get to know me at all. He still talks about himself and his life and his issues and never lets me contribute to the conversation, which is so frustrating because I'm an amazing conversationalist. My witty banter is off the charts and I'm convinced that this dude does not care to hear a word that I say. Men are so dumb. I think I need to end things, but I don't know how. I also love hooking up with him. He's so hot, so I'm going to miss that. But I can't listen to him talk anymore. Also, I'm 27 and he's 38, but he looks so much younger. I thought he was like 33. So this dude is 11 years older than me, but all of his friends I've met so far are my age. And I totally have a crush on one of his friends. Whoops. Uh, It's all starting to feel off and ultimately more stressful than enjoyable. Any advice would be appreciated. Kiss y'all right on the lips. So... Oh, how cute are you? You, you added also a picture of you and your sister. How cute. Hi guys. So I think a lot of us have experienced this. This is definitely a relatable situation to be in, especially I feel dating in New York is on a whole nother level, but I think that sometimes we take like hanging out and going on dates. Like it's so funny because where really is the line? The line is Whenever you have a conversation about being in a relationship, that's when you're in a relationship. But I've definitely been with people before and I'm like, oh, we're going out on dates. We're going out to dinner. Like I've met his friends. He's met my friends. We've hung out with a bunch of people. We have sleepovers and spend weekends together. And then it's like one day he's like, wait a minute, you're, you think you're my girlfriend? That's crazy. (laughs) So sometimes we mix that up in our heads anyway. So right now you really don't have to, unless you guys have had a conversation of like, listen, we're not seeing other people. Maybe I would just be like, listen, this, I'm really just not feeling this anymore. I'm looking for something different. I, I think we're both looking for different things. And I think that's a nice way to put it. I don't think you have to go really in depth, but maybe you can even start it as like, we've been seeing each other for a little bit. And before this gets to another level, I just kind of want to like regroup and be alone you know, I think you're a great guy and blah, blah, blah. That's cool. And then maybe month, you know, months down the line, if you feel like you want to hook up with him again and think you've both moved on and you feel like you could do that without, you know, falling in love with him again, then do that. But for right now, I know I, I get it. I get it. I've been there, but if you're not feeling it, it's your gut telling you something. You have to trust your gut. <clears throat> Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Stop choosing your mascaras based on how much they smudge when you cry alone in your car. You want to know what? Whoever writes the damn (laughs) BetterHelp ads, please. Why are you calling the girls out? BetterHelp Online Therapy lets you deepen your self-awareness so you can become a better, happier version of yourself. Now, again, listen, is the mascara thing true? Maybe. But it's true. We should focus more on what's inside, right? We should focus more on our our mental health, I think is so important. And I always tell you guys that. And I always recommend things like BetterHelp because of the convenience of it. Um, 
And I think it's just great. I think everyone benefits from talking to somebody. So that's why I think it's just the best. BetterHelp is entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time with no extra charge. Go ahead and ditch the budge-proof mascara. BetterHelp can teach you how to set clear boundaries, learn positive coping skills, communicate effectively, and live happy just like you deserve. You can even do therapy from the comfort of your own home or literally from your bed. We don't judge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers. Okay. Let's see. Oh my goodness. We have a, we have an update. We have an update, a very, very, anticipated update so this is an update on the girly who her boyfriend was the lawyer and he was walking the neighbor's dog okay we know this we know the story very well this is from two weeks ago the podcast it says hey car and the cutie patooties it's me the chica dealing with a dog walker lawyer boyfriend situation i feel like i'm living on the edge writing to you on a sunday morning maybe <laughs> Right when you could be recording the potty, but I'll give it a try. Um, first, all I have to say is I felt so validated the last two weeks listening to the folks who had something that had, oh, sorry, what folks had to say about the whole thing. And you all are right. I was being way too nice about it. I took your advice about not apologizing for how I felt, and I sort of doubled down and stood my ground on it. The day after I sent you the email, he broke the three-day silence, and he started saying he missed me, and he apologized about his coldness towards me. I was feeling anxious that we were going to actually break up over this neighbor thing, but he told me that he texted her and let her know that he wasn't going to walk her dog anymore. I felt a huge wave of relief and finally started to relax, but then... He decided to send me a screenshot of the message that he sent to her. And I attached it here because, wow, he said to her, girl, oh my God. So he said to the girl, I I need to take a sip. I need to take a sip of my Diet Coke. I, I really, really am freaking out, you guys. Okay. He said, but also, I hate to say it, don't think I'm going to be able to um, take her out for the foreseeable future. Unfortunately, my girlfriend has made it very clear that she has a big problem with this arrangement. Okay, already hate hate it. Already hate it. Don't blame it on me. Just say you don't feel comfortable. Obviously, I explained that this was not a thing that she actually needed to worry about, but she's become more fixated on the idea. So I feel like I need to step back, which I hate because I like hanging out with the dog. And I hope that doesn't make you think that I'm a bad neighbor. Sorry. She says, I'm sorry that happened. She must have been in a bad mood today because she did that too. I'm going to leave the name out as well. It definitely doesn't make you a bad neighbor. It is what it is. And then there's more conversation, but I, it, it cuts off. So she says, why did he send this to me? And why did he say that? I don't have the rest of what she says, but it looks like she's just like, oh, well, it is what it is. But like, it's not just going to make things even more awkward in this town. Like now it's going to be extra weird when I run into her. I feel like he just completely threw me under the bus. A thousand percent. He threw you under the bus. This makes me wish I never said anything because the way it feels like it's all blown up out of my, uh, in my face. Of course I had to say something, but how did standing my ground and being vulnerable end up biting me in the ass so hard? Because your man can't stand up for you. 
he obviously did what I asked him, but in the worst way possible. I'm trying to understand if he was actively trying to make me feel worse or does he really not understand that this message sucked? So do I just let it go and allow us to move forward from this? Because ultimately he's honoring my wishes, but what the fuck? Give me strength. Okay. Now, the way that he did this is so annoying to me. Like, girl, I'm, I'm all riled up. I'm not going to lie to you. Did he do what you said? Yes. But he went like, he went like my girlfriend, he kind of made it first of all, like you're being dramatic. Right. And he's like, Oh, I hate to admit it. And I really love the dog and I love walking the dog. I hope it's not going to be a problem. I hope you're not mad at me. Men have a really hard time. Um, taking Stanley, do you have to eat? Do you have to eat that right now? He's eating a shoebox. Excuse me, sir. Men have a really hard time um, with like having having a woman mad at them for whatever fucking reason. Like, did you ever go through something terrible with a guy, right? Like a guy treats you like shit or he breaks your heart or he you find out he's hooking up with someone else, whatever. He betrays you in some way. And then like he continuously reaches out. Do you hate me? Why? Why do you care? Yeah. First of all, yeah, I hate you. Second of all, why do you care that much? You didn't care enough when you were doing these hurtful things to me, right? So <clears throat> I was with a guy years ago that kind of did the same thing to me. He was friends with a girl that he was romantically involved with before. She was so inappropriate with him around me. And I told him like, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. And he did something very similar to this. He was like, I'm going to show you the conversation I had with her. And he was like, Carly hates you. <laughs> he was like, Carly hates you. And it's me. And she's me. She's driving me crazy. Okay, sir. Why are you mentioning me? What the hell do I have to do with this? I mean, it's one thing to, I mean, come on. He couldn't have just been like, Hey, if you don't mind, can we have like, uh, you know, more strict boundaries in our friendship. I wasn't even telling him don't be friends with her. But he was like, Carly hates you. She <laughs> gave her the whole tea. I'm like, the tea is between you and I, babe. And here you are spilling the tea to this girl. And now she thinks I'm insane, but let her, I don't care. The thing is, is like, it might be more awkward for you, but at the same time, who fucking cares about this girl? Who cares about her? And, and the fact that she said, oh yeah, she must've been in a bad mood. Like, you don't know me. You don't know what I'm like when I'm in a bad mood. Or, how about, how about, hey, how about this? Was I in a bad mood or are you trying to fuck my boyfriend? Cause I'm not sure. I, I, I'm really not sure what the difference is there. <laughs> Am I in a bad mood or did my boyfriend put up a photo montage on his door the second that you moved in? And he's in your apartment constantly and you guys have a really spooky thing going on or, or, or is it my bad mood? Like, please, if I was her, I would say, oh my God, I feel so stupid. And I would reach out to you and say, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm mortified. And I want you to know nothing happened. And please like, you know, don't, don't think the worst of this situation. Cause the way her response makes me feel like, oh, she was fishing around over there. I would just say to him, yes, you did what I, uh, you know, you did what I expressed that I had a problem with. You fixed it in a way, but you didn't have to throw me under the bus like that. Girl, we need a part three. 
we need a part three. Um, okay. Cause that is, woo. We also have the Holy Grail. One of my constant uh, um, repurchases I love them so much, Nutrafol. Huge thanks to Nutrafol for sponsoring today's potty. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. Nutrafol can help. It is a number one dermatologist recommended supplement clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. This stuff has made my hair grow like a damn weed. I just got my hair cut. I need to get it cut again. I need to honestly get three or four inches cut off. I was I was um, at my parents' house today, and my mom's like, "Your hair is so long, holy shit!" And and she's one thing about her, she's right. Recommended by over three thousand top doctors and stylists, Nutrafol targets the five root causes of hair thinning: stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. With three unique formulas and natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients, you can choose from the formula that's right for you. Eighty-six percent of women reported improved hair growth after six months. You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SKC to save ten dollars off your first month subscription. This is an offer only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SKC. Let's see. This next one says, humiliating content and potty foreplay. Um, Hi, Carly. Hope you and the kitty cats are doing amazing. I absolutely love you and the potty. Oh, thanks so much. I figured I would tell you an embarrassing thing that happened to me tonight for my first email. I was with the girlies for a little food and Bev and I decided to, I decided my drink last minute while the server was taking our orders. So I, I quickly picked a whiskey drink that looked good and I went to order it. I realized I had to say, can I please get the gobble me, swallow me? Oh God. I burst out laughing that I had to say it twice to the male server. Then when my drink arrived, a different guy brought it out and he said, who got the gobble me, swallow me. (laughs) Oh my God. What kind of bar were you at? I want to go. And I had to raise my hand and say, oh, well, thank you so much. The drink was really good, I guess. So I did gobble it and swallow it, but it's the principle. I swear whoever made that menu has a humiliation kink. Anyway, I absolutely love the podcast and keep raving it. Ooh, thank you. I keep raving about it to anyone who will listen. One night I even made a random hookup listen <laughs> to me talk about the podcast and we did some fuck, Mary kills before we hooked up potty foreplay. How sexy. I'll include a fuck, Mary kill and photo of me my cat and my snake. Oh, cool. I uh, love you so much. Kiss you right on the lips. Let me see. Oh my God. Wait, your cat looks like Robert, but a little skinnier. Robert's a little chunky. Wait, this cat is so cute. And this cat looks nice. You know how I always can tell if a cat is nice or not. And then you have a snake. Is that a conflict of interest? Just out of curiosity. Does the cat ever go after it? Because, you know, I have a bunch of snake toys for for my little guys. And if they ever met a real snake, it would be it. That would be it. Okay, I'll save the fuck, Mary kill. Something so funny. One of the girls that listens. Hi, I, I um, this was so long ago, but I know she's a listener. And um, she had told me that she was something similar happened where she was like hooking, hooking up with this guy. And then she mentioned the podcast and she was talking about the podcast. And then he was like, Oh wait, I know her. Um, she dated my friend and like broke his heart. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who was his friend? I literally forgot about the guy. I, I, people need to, people need to stop being so dramatic when they're telling the stories. I'm like, there's no way I broke that guy's heart. Like I knew him for two months. 
anyway, I sound so evil sometimes when I talk and I'm really sorry and I'm not trying to be like that. Let's see. This says embarrassing. Two things. Isn't it so embarrassing um, to pass somebody in a hallway, especially at work? You don't know if you should look at them or what to do. So you end up just looking at a spot on the wall and stare. So you're not staring at them. And it's just so awkward. Oh my God. I was walking through the park the other day and I walked past this guy that I dated a million fucking years ago, walking with this girl. And he was looking, he was looking at me wanting like to say hi he wanted like to make eye contact and say hi. Like I know he did because he was literally looking at, he was waiting for me to turn. And I was like, hell no, I'm looking up at the trees. I'm admiring the clouds right now. Like cannot even the, the way that I would rather be buried alive. I'd rather be buried alive. Um, number two, an embarrassing moment that still haunts me. I was with my husband at a coworker's birthday and they rented out a space at a restaurant and had karaoke. This was a family affair. People were there with their kids. I had a few Moscow mules and was feeling fun. So I told my husband that we should do a song together. I picked a whole new world from Aladdin, but my husband said he didn't know it. So I thought, okay, I love Bruno Mars. Let's do something from him. Girl, tell me why I picked Versace on the floor. I didn't think about <laughs> The lyrics so much, but singing a sexy song in front of a room of people I didn't even know still haunts me. Oh my God, that's mortifying. That is freaking humiliating. <laughs> okay. Let's see. This one says, you're in trouble, shit crappens combo special. Oh no, not number one and number two. Hey, Carly and the Kitty Boys, long time listening, uh, first time writing in. I feel like I've never had stories um, worth sharing. As you read in the subject, this is especially a BOGO free special. They did happen on special occasions, thank God, but okay, here it goes. Recently, I went on a quest and got a 24-hour urine sample kit to check my Neo Nori. Hold on. Ne sample kit to check my Nori Fenerfine. <laughs> You're kidding me with that word, girl. My nori pinephrine levels. Okay. Nori pinephrine. And, and, I, and I would almost bet that that's how you pronounce it. Unless it's, it's either nori pinephrine or it's <laughs> nori fenoprine. <laughs> girl, what is it? Why would you put a word that I've never even seen in my life in this email? Jeez Louise. Okay. She says, as chronic illness girlies do, the day I was supposed to turn it in, they ended up not having any appointments available before I went into work. So my boyfriend said that he would take it for me. Yes, he offered to take my pee container for me. If you're not familiar, these almost look like red glass cans, but with urine um, in it. And I pee like every 40 minutes. So you do the math. Anyway, I was in a rush to leave the house and I forgot to um, put the pee pan to put the pee pan that you'd normally throw away in the dumpster. So my lovely boyfriend grabbed the whole bag. Oh my God. With the jug and pan in the bag. He waited until we were about to go to bed to tell me how mortified the lab guy looked when he said, Oh, she left the pan in. That's weird. You're usually supposed to throw those out. And then he laughed, excuse me while I go <laughs> make sure I never go back to that location. Oh my God. That's embarrassing. But I'm sure that that happens all the time. I'm sure that that happens. One thing about us is when we're getting our Mori Pinefrine um, levels checked, we are, in fact, you know, it, th things happen. And, and I've noticed that whenever I'm getting my Nori Pfefferin levels. 
Okay. Is this one of those words that, um, you know, there's many silent letters. Uh, okay. So this is the shit crappens at the end of 2020, I flew to Colorado from Florida and the night before it started, um, it was starting to settle in that holy shit, I was flying when there was still a pandemic going on. I was sleeping over at my best friend's house and she was going to drive me to the airport in the morning while she was having plumbing issues and lived on the top floor and had been using the lobby bathroom on the first floor while she waited for her plumbing to be fixed. As I mentioned before, it was starting to settle in how nervous I was to fly and I went to bed with a lot of anxiety. I woke up around 3 a.m. with the worst tummy cramps I've ever experienced and when I got out of bed, I had to say I hutched over and had quickly had to calculate if I could make it to downstairs to the lobby or not. Quickly realizing that I couldn't, I went in her broken bathroom and shit out the biggest shit of my life. No. No. And I couldn't flush it. <laughs> no. I purposely apologized and... She reassured me that it was okay. And we left for the airport shortly after when I got back, I forgot about the shit incident, probably because my mind blocked out the terror and she didn't even mention it. Fast forward to 2022, we were on vacation together and she told me what ended up happening with my unflushable shit girl. This girl was too embarrassed for the maintenance guy to think. So she scooped it out with doggy bags. She felt the texture through the doggy bag and holy fuck. I've never felt more indebted to someone ever in my life. Okay. That's your maid of honor. That's your maid of honor. I can think of three people in my life I would do this for. But at the end of the day, well, yeah, no, I can't, I can't really justify that. But, you know, like I would do that. There's certain people in my life I would do that for. You know, and it is what it is. Like people do that for their cats. People do that for their dogs. Like, you know, it happens, but a human, a human uh, one is, is definitely worse. You know, I would go ahead and say that that's worse for sure on, any way you look at it, you know, any way you slice it. Let's see. <laughs> that is too freaking funny, girl. Your friend loves you. I would call someone like I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I would call it. I, I would call someone. Okay. This girl says it says fellow Amsterdam girly. Hey, Carly, last week on the pod, one of the girlies wrote in and said they were an American living in Amsterdam. I'm also American and I moved to Amsterdam about six months ago. I have a few friends here, but I'm still trying to build my circle. And I know anyone who listens to the potty is going to be the coolest. Could you pass along my comp? Oh, okay. So this could have, this could have, okay. Would love to connect. Also love the love is blind. Uh, fuck Mary kill. Okay. Okay. I'm going to send your I hope I can find it. Let me resend it to myself so that I could um, remember to do that. Oh, how cute. I love when the girls meet each other. Absolutely love that. This one says, please help before April 19th. Okay. Hey, Carly, love you and the little princes. The podcast is a favorite thing about Mondays. I'm going to get straight to the point. I'm getting a nose job later this month and I'm so excited, but tell me why I'm embarrassed and mortified to tell my coworkers. Like I've already told all my family and friends and they're super supportive and kind of saw it coming because I've always talked about wanting one someday, but I don't know. I'm just so embarrassed to tell my coworkers and I'll be working from home for a month because I'll be recovering from a nose job. And they were like, Oh, why are you doing that? Um, 
I tried to make a joke out of it and say, you guys don't see this honker, but nobody laughed. I guess it was really awkward because it makes me think that they now think I'm super self-conscious about my nose or that I think I'm ugly or something. I just wish people understood that just because I'm getting a nose job doesn't mean that I think I'm ugly. I'm confident. And I think I'm really Gorgina. I just want a different nose. Anyway, how would you handle this? I still haven't told most of them. So I guess I'm just going to have it done and be gone for a month and then come back and show up looking different. Please help me. Fuck, Mary kill below. I love you so much. Ooh, this is a good fuck, Mary kill. Okay. You know, What's crazy is like, there's such a way to get around this. First of all, can't you just say you have like deviated septum or something like girl, just say that your, your insurance, my insurance covered it. I had trouble breathing. There you go. Period. But also we don't owe anybody an explanation like regarding anything, any medical issues or things that we go through. Like, no, you don't have to tell everybody you work with. There are, will they notice? Probably. But who cares? It's not their fucking business. They say, what's up with your nose? I would say, why don't you take your nose out of my fucking ass, Cheryl? (laughs) Because you're sticking your damn nose up there. And mind your business, sister. Like, sorry, you guys, I I can't stop drinking my Diet Coke. Okay. This one says, for the girly who wants to leave her husband. Oh my God. And you added a picture of when we met. Oh my God. The girls. Right. And then hold on. Let me see. How cute. Wait, you're so cute. And I remember this, this was in Atlanta and my skin looks good in that picture. Wow. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to crop myself. I'm gonna have to crop myself out of there. Okay. So she says, for the girlie who wants to leave the husband, love you, Carly, and the community that you've created for us girls. This is for the girlie in Amsterdam that is missing something in her relationship. I've also been married for six years and we have a two-year-old little girl. I have definitely been in a position a couple of times in our relationship. My husband got deployed when we first got married and that was something that really affected it. Also having a baby. I felt so distant and not connected at times. And my best advice is to talk about it. I have learned to talk about it as soon as I can. So it doesn't get too bad. And the odds are he's feeling the same way too, but doesn't know how to talk about it. I recommend going on a little vacay, just the two of you making an effort in your relationship to love each other in each other's love languages. Mine is quality time and his are acts of service. So when I need some time, I need him to put his phone down and I need a conversation. And when he needs love. I know I can give him a massage or make him a nice dinner or a dessert, but it has to be talked about. Try to make an effort and do little things throughout the day. It could be touching his arm or his shoulder or his back or something if you're moving past him, but like little touches that kind of break that physical barrier can make sex more intimate and not feel as distant. I could talk about this all day, but best of luck to the girly. Marriage is hard work and there's also couples therapy or even therapy for you. Um, That has helped me a ton and in turn has helped my relationship. Also, can you shout out my girl Ainsley? Hi, Ainsley. She listens every week and we discuss throughout the week, the topics on your episode. We saw you in Atlanta in that sketchy shopping center. Yes, you did. That sketchy shopping center in Atlanta. I remember it. That was, was that the, was that the one where a mouse was, a mouse was on me? No, that was a different one. You know, one thing about comedy clubs in the U S is they are gorgeous. 
they really are gorgeous. And, and sometimes <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. This says Silver Springs. Hey, Carly and the Kitty Princess, are you even a girly if you don't listen to Silver Springs on repeat? A thousand percent. It's the perfect song. Right, Stanley? Is that your favorite song, too? Yeah, he says yes. He just woke up. He's been sleeping literally all day. When I was at my parents' house, I kept checking, you know, I checked my cameras to make sure my cats are, you know, being cute. And he slept in the same spot the entire day. He didn't get up. And I came home and I said, oh, my babies, my babies. He really didn't move. And now he just woke up. So he's meowing. So she says, I'm a senior member of Secret Keepers. I'm 46 and found the love of my life four years ago after a crap marriage of almost 15 years. I love the messages of positivity that you give the girls. I wish I had those messages as a young woman. It's so embarrassing to sleep on the couch in front of my boyfriend. (laughs) But I know he loves me despite my weird snoring, which he calls princess breathing. Well, that's a nice way to put it. Thank you for the way you support the girls. We love you. And then, oh, and then she gives me, wow, cutie dogs. She has one of those dogs that has blue eyes, which is really freaking cute. Oh, thank you so much. Let's see. Oh my God, Stanley, are you serious right now? Okay. This says, please trash this man and put him in his grave. Okay, so now it's it's giving murder. Carly... <laughs> The girly queen, so much love to you, requesting your opinion on a situation, um, but might be looking for more of a pep talk. There has to be other girlies feeling the same over foolish men. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I agree with you already. Whatever you're going to say, I agree with you. I've been seeing this dude for over a year now. Our time together goes through ebbs and flows. Uh, when we're together, it's very intimate. Um, have good and tough conversations, tons of fun and laughs, cute cuddles, etc. In the past, I've set a boundary of not sleeping together anymore. And it just opened as it just opens up my heart too much. He's receptive to that and respectful. Then time passes, another situation arrives and we fall back into it. Last month, we went on a cute trip together initiated by him. And it felt like maybe we were finally moving to the next level. I want a damn man. Then yesterday I found out that he was also hanging out with an ex friend of mine. Ooh, now what's the deal with her? Maybe if we keep reading, we'll find out. They started seeing each other shortly after we did. I cut her off. Yeah, because girl, you know, I was into that dude and you still went for him. Gross. A thousand percent. Then I also found out a different current friend of mine had slept with him earlier this year. She didn't know about me and him. Okay, we'll let that one pass because she didn't know. Um, knowing all of this makes me question that, um, the care he has shown me, um, or if I'm just a girl on his roster, Stanley, you're distracting me. No, you can't meow like this. We're in the middle of a very intense situation. Very serious. Okay. Okay. Also, it feels so uh, gross that dudes get to pick all of these dynamic and beautiful women, I kind of feel played, even though verbally he's never said that he wants more. I also feel ashamed of all the back and forth and he's um, clearly not committing to me. So it's time for a goodbye. I know I need to get the heck over him and I hate that I feel crazy for liking him so much. What did I do? I live in a city, but it's a small circle and I'll certainly run into him. 
I'm not really a ghosting kind of girl. Um, it feels like that lets him off too easy. How do I let go of these feelings? I'd love to date more <clears throat> to kind of get my mind off of it, but I've put myself out there with multiple guys this month and I haven't gotten anything back from them. So all around feeling like a little bit of an idiot and stuck in this damn crush. Fun fact, he's also given me two UTIs. Can you please trash him verbally to make me feel better? Um, if you got this far reading, then you're truly a real one. I love, love, love you. I love you too, girl. Hey, we've all been there at some point, right? Some, sometimes it's, 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 a, it's the guy that gives you the UTIs that you're like, I love him. You know, you're like, there's something about him. And I think it's that he keeps giving me UTIs. So who knows? Hold on. Let me pause this and give Stanley a treat so he, so he stops driving me absolutely nuts. So unfortunately, the thing, th there's no one thing that we could do to get over somebody. Time will heal it, but you got to cut him off. Like you got to just be done with it. I know that you really like him. I know that he's special to you. You have these strong feelings for him. The only way you will get past it is if you completely like cut off contact with him, tell him how you're feeling. Like, listen, I feel like a clown you, you know, but again, like he, you guys never had that conversation, which is what, what sucks about it. Cause it's such a cop out easy way for him to go like, Oh yeah, but we never talked about it. It's like, okay, but you banged two of my friends, dude. <laughs> so, you know, I'm crunching the numbers. That's a lot of friends, you know, but it's so easy for them to go. Yeah. But we never had that conversation as if they're such good, you know, conversationalists, but anywho, you got to cut them off. Tell him how you feel in wh whatever way that you want. I would probably just say, this isn't serving me. I need to open myself up. I really mean it this time. So don't think I'm going to be crawling back to you at 3 a.m. when I leave the bar one night because it's not happening ever again. And just tell him, right? And then that has to be it. Block him. Don't worry about it anymore. Just move on with your life. It'll be annoying and kind of hard, but like, if you think about it, it's better to do this now than to wait another year or to keep doing this back and forth thing. Oh, maybe we'll hook up every once in a while. No, no, because I always think about it. Like if I can't put you into the category as like a partner, then you're fucking out because you're not my friend because my friend wouldn't bang two of my friends, <laughs> you know? Um, but I know it's hard. I've been in a situation like that before where I'm just like, oh, he's the worst person I know. And I would literally marry him. <laughs> like, I've never met a worse guy and I've never met somebody that I want to spend the rest of my life with as much as I do this guy. And would he care if I got hit by a bus? No. You know, this guy wouldn't care if, if a building fell on me. He would be like, I got I got somewhere to be. This is like in my way. So I've been there before, girl, and it's hard to get away from them. And then what they do is they lurk because they want to know that they're still have access to us and that they are still in our heads. Even if they don't want to commit to us, nothing will change. If we see them, it's going to be the same old shit. They're going to reach back out and they're going to say, hey, what's going on? I was just thinking about you. What's going on? Giving us bare minimum. Right. And to me, it's like, if you're coming back after I told you, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You better be coming back on one knee proposing to me because I'm not fucking doing that shit. Okay. But he'll lurk around, block him on everything, block his number. Don't follow him on Instagram. You know what to do. 
and you'll be fine. And don't live in a space of like, okay, I need to, of course, meeting someone and having a good, you know, date with somebody or having like a new exciting thing going on is really helpful in getting um, over somebody else. Don't put too much pressure on that. Like we need to work on us first and like start healing and moving on. And then like, and then you meet somebody, but don't put too much pressure on meeting somebody because like, what if you're like, okay, I'm going out on a date with this guy and you're forcing it too much. And the date ends up sucking. And you're just like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> that, that sucks. This sucks. Um, so I wouldn't put, you know, and maybe that's just me being jaded and going like, I, you know, very rarely do I go on a date and then feel better. <laughs> I usually come home and look at my cats and I say, I wish I was here with my babies. I wish I never went to that Chipotle with this guy. I wish I never went to the Cheesecake Factory with this guy because he ruined that experience for me. But you'll definitely... <laughs> What's so crazy about this is that you and two of your friends probably had UTIs at the same time. And you're like, oh, you have a UTI also? Yeah, that's weird. Hmm, something must be going around. Well, let me guess what it is. And you're right in the sense where, where you said, like, it's so unfair that men just get to take their pick of all of these women. It's so true. It seems that way too. But I also have this theory that like, I was out with my friends the other night and, um, my, this, my friend was taking this photo and there was a guy there that like, you know, when you need somebody to like hold up their camera, their phone light so that you could get like a good photo. So this guy there was like, Oh, I'll, I'll shine my light on it. So you can get a good picture of it. And, um, then my friend's like, Oh, thank you so much. And he walked away to go get another drink. And I just started like talking to these guys. These guys were old guys. They weren't attractive to me. Like they were, there was like, not, I wasn't flirting with them, but I was like, Oh, like, you know, this is our first time here, whatever. And I was with a guy, like I was with a guy. Um, and I'm like, Oh, this is our first time here. Like, uh, what do you guys do? And they were saying they own restaurants in the city and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, cool. Sick. This guy's girlfriend, <laughs> literally like we were all sitting on this, like a uh, long couch. It was kind of like a loungy kind of area. And this guy's girlfriend sits in between me and him. She goes, hi, I'm the girlfriend. <laughs> I go, oh my God, this is so funny. Cause in my head, I'm going, she thinks I want to fuck this guy. Can you imagine? And I'm like, girl, no, please. If, if as many women wanted to sleep with our boyfriends as, as everybody thought, forget it. They don't have the options that, that we think they have. I'm sorry. I, I don't believe it. I just don't. <laughs> the fact that she came up to me. Uh, yeah, I'm the girlfriend. Oh, okay. I, I was talking to him for three seconds with one of my friends. And my friend walked away to go get a drink. Rat. <laughs> and he wasn't even, you know, he was just like being nice. It was like him and like a few of his friends. And he, they were just being like nice. Like they were like nice old guys. They were like nice old men. Remind me of my grandpa. But anyhow, that's that. Um, I don't think they have as much options as, as we think they do. So let's do, well, actually this 
Love is Blind. This uh, Fuck, Mary Kill includes two shows that I've never seen before. So I could do it kind of blindly. But I don't know if that I, I don't know if I would guess the right thing, but we could do this one. The girly from Amsterdam um, sent in one, too. So we'll do we'll do these two. So this one is a Love is Blind edition. Bartice, Zach or SK. Now, this is hard. I have to kill Bartice because I just can't with him. He's the worst. SK, I guess, like, would you marry? Yeah, you can't marry SK, right? Because he's like a cheater. Zach, at least, even though he's so creepy and so weird and off-putting and, and he's just really, really uncomfortable to be around, right? I could probably marry that over a cheater. You know, because at least with Zach, girls aren't trying to bang Zach either. You know, he, he couldn't, even if he wanted to cheat, he really can't because he's so, so uncomfortable and, and he's so creepy. So I'll marry him. And then I guess like, fuck SK, even though he doesn't deserve it. And then the next one was Trader Joe's, TJ Maxx, or Target. Now, this is, a, this is one I might just have to, you know, take my own life. But I guess I'm going to have to marry Trader Joe's. I'm going to, wow. I think that, you guys, this is like kind of crazy. And, and I don't know if I'm right or wrong. This is like one of those decisions I'm making. But am I going to kill TJ Maxx? Because I can't kill Target. Target makes more sense, right? Trader Joe's marrying fucking Target and killing TJ. I, I think if I don't have TJ, having Target is really, really helpful and, and almost better. Like Target to me is a better store than TJ Maxx. I can't lie. And, and, if, and if you disagree, I'm sorry. And, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful. You're insane. Target is a luxury experience, right? TJ is like, you don't know what you're getting. You're getting, sometimes you're getting great stuff, but other times all they have in there is like some jelly beans from 2018 and a couple pairs of Under Armour flip-flops. And you're just like, okay, I kind of feel like I was bamboozled here because I got excited and I almost shit my damn pants when I walked in the door. And this is what I have to look forward to. The jewelry counter kills me at TJ Maxx too. I was there last week. I'm like, girl, the jewelry, the way that the jewelry in the glass case costs $3, like put it on a fucking shelf or something. Put it, put it on a rack. They're like, oh, did you want to see something? Yeah. Can I see the $2 necklace that you have back there? Although a couple, that was the one that I went to the other day. Like a couple of the ones in the city have like really nice jewelry like actual fancy, like fancy jewelry, but still it just cracks me the hell up that there is like a designated lady for the, for the, for the counter. Um, anywho, you guys, that's that. I love you. I'll see you next week. You can send in emails to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I hope you have a great week and I'll chat to you soon. Bye.